Welcome in to A Life is Short, Talk Fast, the podcast. Uh, Today we are discussing Season 1, Episode 6, Rory's Birthday Parties. Great episode. We're excited to get into it. Um, As you will hear soon, uh, Vivi is not with us for this episode. Uh, We are dealing with some time zone issues, but she will be back for the next one. Um, So, yeah. We are going to get into it. But first. <laughs> well, first, we have two things. Um, first of all, we listeners, we need to know what we want to call you. Um, we've been debating back and forth about what our listeners should be called. Because listeners just seems so boring. So we have debated and we've decided to let you so this coming week on our social media there will be a poll in stories on facebook and instagram about what you as the listeners would like to call so please participate and um give us your feedback so until then you'll be listeners (laughs) and second new thing that we are going to introduce is we are going to do our five minute pop culture hot takes <clears throat> and we're going to set a timer and we're going to dive into at least one pop culture thing of the week um because we've been debating this back and forth in text messages and we just felt like we needed to bring it to you guys because we are divided and i we need to know we need to know listeners what you guys think we are a house divided wait you're a house divided no, you're no, just part of the house. Of the house. <laughs> okay, so I was gonna say, I'm like, I think that this is more like, like a three-on-one. <laughs> you're not a house divided. Not a house divided. He doesn't know what you told me about your weekend, so I can't yeah. wait for you to bring that up in this conversation. So, listeners, today we are going to be discussing. Hold on, let's set a timer. We are going to be discussing. The budding romance between pop culture icon Taylor Swift and Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey. And yes, I did know who Travis Kelsey was before Taylor put him on the map. So I want to make that very clear. that I have been a Kelsey fan for at least three or four years. So let's go. Taylor, how do you feel about this? No, how do y'all feel about this? Well, I mean, let me just say that I have spent the majority of my adult life not liking Taylor Swift. I have not been a Taylor Swift fan. I have repeatedly said I will never listen to her music. Um, I didn't like, you know, really much about her at all. But unfortunately, I have raised quite a Swifty. And I will say the tables have turned for me. Um, she worked very hard over the summer to save her money and buy Taylor Swift tickets in Miami, Florida, which is not where we live. So um, I have to go to a Taylor Swift concert next fall. So I have become a Swifty. In fact, sang along to almost every song I was so proud in the Air Tour movie yesterday. Next fall. So, yeah. How is she still rolling with that? So, yes, we did buy the popcorn bucket and the cup. 
um, the keepsakes when we went yesterday. Yes, we did. Um, I I did fail a little on costuming. I did not have sequins on, so I have a cardigan. cardigan. I have a cardigan on, and it was a Taylor Swift one that I bought from her store. Were people like dressed up? Yeah, I mean, we went to a like a one o'clock showing, and it was mainly girls, which was fabulous. They, I cried watching these small children dance and sing to Taylor Swift. They were so excited. It was the cutest thing ever. And I was like, every time I looked at them, I was like, oh, they're so cute. They're so cute. So I will say I was very emotional through the whole thing because they were just adorable. She's also emotional because she was just, you know, being proven wrong by me. I, I wasn't being proven wrong. I've already accepted I, my fate that I am now a Swiftie. It's a multi-generational fandom here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But how long will it last, do you think? Which part? Like the whole, like the craze of Taylor Swift. I mean, listen. I mean, for me, it's been going on three years now. Like, I'm going to give this girl some stay power. I mean, well, how long, what did she say these these albums span? 13, 17. 17 years. 17 years worth of albums. And she's at the top of her game right now. Like, she just keeps getting better. And I'm not saying that from like a music standpoint. I'm saying that from like a creative mind, like entrepreneur standpoint. You know, she took this tour, which is already going to make her a billionaire. And then she said, you know what? Let's film this thing and make even more money. But give people who will never see an opportunity to witness it. And that's what we saw yesterday. People who were like, yeah, we will never get tickets. But they felt like they were there. So... From that standpoint, I really do appreciate her brain of saying, let me bring this to the masses, to the little people, if you will. I'll give her that. Sure. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't think she's going anywhere for a while. I mean, and did you see that she was on Saturday Night Live spoofing herself? I mean, I saw, uh, like, that she was on it, but I, like, here's the thing. I'm not someone who's going to, like, waste the time to click on an article about Taylor Swift. Like, I just don't do it. Like, I'll look at, like, what the headline you are, is. You are the person who literally Googled, how can I block updates for Travis Kelsey and Taylor I Swift? I shared that. That was not me. Oh. That was a I repost. That. And I was like, wow, she's really desperate to not see this. <laughs> well, it was getting old. I think everyone was kind of getting tired of it, to be honest. No. <clears throat> Here's my thing with uh, Taylor Swift. She, I listened to her when I was like a freshman in high school. She had some big songs that came out, like the real country. She was young, had the still like real curly hair, you know. That young McCall song era. T Swift. And like she was fine, you know. But I like just kind of fell off with her. And then here's the thing I just, she came out with something on Netflix uh, like a few years ago. It was some, and I was like, all right, like, let me watch it. Like, I haven't really seen anything of her in a while. And I turned it on, and I just, like, I just think she's, like, so boring and has, like, no personality. I think she's great at marketing. I really do. I just, I don't like her voice or her personality. <laughs> That's all. You, you don't get to respond because that is our time. <laughs> Time's up. <laughs> I mean, we all have our thoughts on it, and that's mine. So, 
so okay next week we will continue with our five minutes hear what happened this weekend left my cliffhanger oh i will tell you that oh yeah what happened so we're walking around Publix after church yesterday and this old man he was pretty old like here's the thing i don't think rusty looks at anything like travis kelsey although he's gotten it a couple times like throughout the years and there's some other player that he gets i think it's because he has a beard and he's tall and like everyone assumes he's like a football player and this guy comes up to us he i think he had like some ankle surgery because his knees on one of those scooters you know what i'm talking about and he like rolls up to us and he's like he like double takes him rusty and i'm just standing there and he's like <laughs> has anyone ever told you who you look like? And he's like, looking at him. <laughs> and I'm like, and so Rusty, I think, named a guy and like people think that he looks like a lot. And he was like, you look like Travis Kelsey. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> we should have been like, I had the thought of being like, well, I'm Taylor. So, but then I was like, I don't want to be associated with her. So I'm not going to say it. I should have been like, well, I guess that makes me Taylor Swift instead of. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. I love it. I love it. Okay. What are we talking about? All right. Season one, episode six, Rory's birthday parties. It's plural. Uh, it's Rory's 16th birthday. So Emily and Lorelai each plan a party representative of their respective styles. Emily makes an effort to better understand Rory, much to Lorelai's delight. However, Emily invites all of Rory's Chilton classmates without consulting Rory. The resulting cold party atmosphere so upsets Rory that she argues with Emily. To make peace, Emily and Richard attend Lorelai's informal bash the next evening. They are caught off guard by the colorful party guests. Emily tours the house as she and Richard have never visited before, wild, and learns Lorelai broke her leg three years ago and never told her parents. Emily sadly realizes she doesn't know her daughter at all. Dean gives Rory a birthday present. Dun, dun, dun. I love this episode. Yeah. This one it. and the next one are really good. Yeah, they are. The the family dynamic in these next two is so good. So yes, this episode opens up at family dinner at the Gilmore's, and just such a hilarious conversation being had, and just the normal back and forth banter with Lorelai, with Emily, uh, which turns into Emily telling Rory to pick out things for her will. Or what do you want in the will? Put a sticky note on anything you see. <laughs> okay, so sorry about that. When my mom passed away, she remember she had gotten remarried, like not long. So of course, you know, her stuff like was in that house he lived in with them right and so i'm like you know we we wanted to get our mom's stuff but he like had a real issue with that so she passed away in june and we literally i had to like literally like threaten like legal recourse like he didn't let us just have access and you know my mom didn't have anything like we just wanted her clothes and her shoes and right. stuff just to have something of hers but 
the best part about the whole thing was that we went when we went in the house like he he left and said okay you have this weekend it was labor day weekend i'll never forget and we go in and there are post-it notes on everything that my aunt at the time had loaned my mom some like furniture and stuff and so my aunt and my cousins had come in and posted like this belongs to so-and-so and that he had said this is mine and all these post-it notes all over this house telling us what we weren't allowed to take out of my mom's home and i mean at that time like i was very emotionally immature and i was so angry about the whole thing but now i like laugh about it because every time i watch this episode i think about those post and I was like not allowed to take the dining room table out of my mom's house. I'm like, okay, we didn't come here for furniture, but I'm just back up the truck and take it all now. Now we are. So exactly. Now I'm gonna take it. I just would have been petty and like taken all the notes off. I would have just like grabbed all the sticky notes down, not taking any furniture, but just letting them know. Did remove the post-its as we oh went. Gosh. I'm telling so, you what, nothing comes out more like when people pass away. Like um, Oh my gosh. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I feel like I'm a professional at it and I'm just like, I don't like this. And I'm glad mouse parents. <laughs> that sounds terrible, but I'm glad it's done. There are no more to lose. Oh my gosh. You get to a place where you just accept it and you move on. Oh yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> The dinner scenes are my favorite type of opening scenes because I oh, feel yeah. like are just so much more funny than any other opening scene there would be. Because mm -hmm. some, it's sometimes we don't get Emily and Richard like in the main episode. So if we get like the Saturday night, Friday night, at least them being themselves. I feel like it's just the absurdity of every conversation. Like it's always something that you're just like, why are they talking about this? Like at one point they talk about where all the anvil, what are they called? The things that the drops on the coyote. Anvils, yeah. Yeah, anvils. They have a conversation where all, they, where all the anvils went at one point. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's always like insane. Um, but in this scene, they, Emily, it was kind of sweet actually. Like Emily to me can be like so manipulative and mean and then she'll do something thoughtful and I'm like and so she brought out pudding and crystal bowls in this opening scene and like Lorelai is like noting that she yeah remembered that they liked this and gave it to them in a crystal bowl <laughs> I'm like oh my gosh I love I love about that whole scene I love number one that when Rory's like I like this bowl and she's like put a post on it, on it. <laughs> That part makes me laugh every time. And then I, my thing with Emily is, is that like, she, you can tell that she loves them. It's just that she has no emotional maturity. Mm -hmm. And so when she gets hurt by them, she is manipulative by just shutting them out or does something, you know, spiteful or whatever. And it's just... It's funny how many people literally live their whole lives without ever reaching that point of emotional health where they can have like confrontation healthily 
and not walk away offended. It's just, I mean, yeah. I see all the time in grown adults and I'm just like, how do we not, why are we not teaching this in high school? <laughs> like, this is a life skill we need. Like, forget how to dissect a frog. Let's learn how to dissect your emotions. I don't get it. Oh my gosh, that just brought back like Coach Hot class. <laughs> the smell, I can still smell it. <laughs> and I didn't learn, like, when are you going to need that in life, you know? Never. You don't. Like, you need to dissect a frog, a cat, a mouse, an owl pellet, make you dissect it. a baby pig. You don't have to dissect any of those things in real life. If you're going in the medical field, you're going to do it all over again in college. Mom, yeah. you dissect cats? Look at the real tears in your eyes. <laughs> we only did frogs. Oh, as the higher levels of science go up, yes. Oh. Basic science. I know. Calm down. You're homeschooling. Okay. okay. You were like, I'm going to make you dissect a frog. I don't want to dissect a frog. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, so we have the birthday night issue, which is that Rory's birthday falls on a Friday night dinner. Lorelai tries to get their way out of it um, and moving it to Saturday night. Of course, Emily is not going to make that let that happen and it turns into a birthday party at Emily and Richard's house on Friday night um, and then they do their birthday party Saturday night at their house interesting I, I get so uncomfortable for Roy oh my gosh I, I'd actually like dying <laughs> I don't yeah. think I'm out alive of that one that well and like first we have them go shopping and it's so yep. sweet. And there are parts of that where I'm like, I'm thinking to, to Lorelai, like, just shut up. Because, you know, yeah, your mom isn't suggesting suggesting things that are Rory. But there is this whole side of Rory that Rory doesn't even know that exists about herself yet. And she might have come into that sooner had Lorelai let, you know, Emily expose her to it. Like, mm -hmm. let her have the cash Let her have the $200 pin. Like, let her be. I personally would kill and her And wear her light-up bracelets or whatever. Like, I, the way Lorelai describes Rory in that scene, I've never seen Rory like that. Like, right. Like, the, like, plastic right. purse. I'm like, what Rory is she talking about? Because the chunky sweater with the 14 books, Rory, I don't ever see her carrying a plastic guitar purse. Right. Yeah. It's like she's shopping more for her year old self than she is yeah 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 well I, I think too she was so awkward in that because she's never probably ever done that before like they've never gone shopping probably in their adult lives ever no which also I want to point out a uh, continuity error is that Rory is said to be 16 in the first episode of the show and then she's turning 16 in this episode she also drives in the deer hunter by herself so. oh Oh, interesting. I've, it's always bothered me. Should we call up old Amy? What What was your intent <laughs> with this? You messed up. That's <laughs> where. There's a lot of plot holes in the show, though. I you should be, Cece, you should be like, like the person who does that. I can. I'll do that. Like anytime <laughs> you see it, just like we'll ask you about it in every episode. 
Yeah, it, never it just, noticed. It, it bothers me on like a like OCD type of thing. I'm just like, that's not right. She's supposed to be 16 already. What do you mean she's turning 16? <laughs> I, the uh, especially. Yeah, like, that's a big one. Yeah, that's a huge one. Yeah, I never yeah. thought about that before. The legal driving age is any different in Connecticut than it is anywhere else. So, um, so, so when when she realizes that her grandmother has invited people to her birthday party and that music starts playing, happy yeah. birthday, happy birthday. That is like one of my favorite scenes in the whole show because like it's just so surreal that she's like, holy crap. She and she looks around and she sees all those invitations and she's just like, Yep. And Tristan's like, I'll be at your birthday party. And how did he know? Was the hour that she was born on the invite? Because Tristan walks up to her and was like, Happy birthday. And she's like, It's not till Friday. And he's like, Yeah, I know at 4 03 a.m. It must have been like, Laura, I don't, I don't Laura, Laura, what Lee Gilmore was born at 4 03 a.m. Yes. Like, I remember him, like, he said that to her in the hall, and that's when she, like, realized that everyone was invited. Oh, my gosh. Tristan, like, Tristan never does anything that's not, like, insane. Okay, yeah. and then he gets to the party. It's one of my favorite Tristan scenes ever. He's like, I can't stop thinking about you. And then he's like, you're in my head. And he starts saying her name, and she's like, stop it. <laughs> I'm like, he's so bad. Like, she's, oh. like, not in that realm. And he's just, like, just so far out of that league with her. And it just cracks me up because it just, like, he's so uncomfortable. And not to mention that while he's, like, desperately trying to get her attention, I think he just wants attention from her. Like, we've talked about that. She's, like, head over heels for Dean. Like, her first, like, love, she's, like, in a different town, right, having that whole thing. And when you have that, your mind is not anywhere else. Like, Tristan could be, like, God himself, and she'd be, like, no, I'm <laughs> And it's, I've seen of Tristan where it's, like, where's my birthday kiss? Is insane. Like, the girls really love that one on TikTok. They really love that sentence. <laughs> and then you've got Richard who walks in, and it's yeah. all, like, I know your grandfather, and I don't want to be. <laughs> like snaps into his like, yeah. oh, I have to be a good kid to the adult. Which we see, that's a whole parallel that we see oh, yeah. Logan later down the line, him doing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. I love it. And it just goes to show you how like, when somebody is well-mannered, and somebody know, has been raised, you know, in society, and they know how to behave themselves, and they know how to interact with adults, and have conversation, how they can like totally pull one over on someone because Tristan is, you know, a total jerk. You, you even see oh, it, yeah. um, Lorelai, when she interacts with people that are like of higher class, and you see it with Rory's father, who we'll meet soon. That's all I'll say about that. Can't wait. So, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, so after they're shopping, I'm going to kind of go back for a sec because I wanted to, like, point on this. So Lorelai and Emily have their little shopping thing. 
She buys them dresses, and she actually had, like, a good day with her mom. So she comes and meets Rory at Luke's. And this is after Rory has, like, found out that all of the people have been invited to this thing. And she's, like, angry. She's embarrassed. She doesn't even want to do it. She sees how excited Lorelai has become because of, like, how much Emily's trying. And just totally suppresses, like, any sadness she's feeling about this party. Because she can see, like, how excited Lorelai is. It's where we see Rory's people-pleasing, especially towards her mother. Like, I think she people-pleases towards Lorelai the most. Well, it just shows you, you and I were just talking about attachment styles. And it shows you, like, her insecure attachment that she has with her mother. Yeah, yeah. She feels like she for her emotions. Like, she feels like, oh, on TikTok, like, um, parent, I mean, there's, that's a glass trial. Yeah, something like that. I think they call them, yeah, I think they call them eggshell moms or whatever. Because mm-hmm. I've got the almond moms who are the ones who are like, oh, you're hungry, eat an almond. And then I think it's just like the moms, like, you, you literally, like, how you're going to get. Like, are they, are they going to be happy? Are they going to be angry? Like, and, and you become this, like, perfectionist, people-pleaser, codependent person to keep this adult in your life happy because when they're not happy, nobody's happy. And like, I, I was raised with a mother like that. I know what that feels like. And it's, it's awful. And you can't like share your emotions or you can't even say you had a bad day because you set this person off. Like, it's just so unhealthy. Sure. Also, Perfect when, um, that's another moment where you see, like, the parents have role switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's keeping something from her mom because it's like, oh, you don't want to ruin that. Like what you're saying, but she's acting more like a parent than the kid. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. They're, like, weird. Okay. It's off. You're back. Hey, I'm my speaker off. Oh, Can you, can, can you hear, hear us? us? Yeah. Okay. You went away for like a second, but. My so I, um, I had to disconnect my AirPods. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, it just, I, you see that, we see that so much with these two of, you know, Lorelai being emotional and Rory feeling responsible for it. And it's just like, it's ongoing throughout yeah. all the seasons. So. Um, so Rory's birthday comes around. It's on a Friday. Some cute things I feel like I noticed, which I'm sure y'all noticed as well, but she goes to Luke's that morning and he sets her up a little breakfast in the corner with balloons. And I'm like, I had this thought. I'm like, why? I love the men how they are now. And then, which we will get into it, I'm sure. But like, as it progresses, like, I love this version of Luke. I love this version of Dean. Like, I feel like they're just being, like, men. They're authentic. Like, I love how much Luke loves Rory. And it's just, like, genuine. And I don't know. Like, I just feel like there are, I don't know. I was okay. the same. Hold on. I want to talk about a discrepancy. Oh, all right. So, in this episode, Lorelai invites Luke to Rory's party. And he's like, oh, you don't have to invite me. And it, he's insinuating, like, he's never been to one of these parties, right? 
But later down the line, like, and one of the biggest, like, advocating points for Luke being the best of the best is that he was a father to Rory her whole life. But Rory's turning 16, and Luke has never been to one of her birthday parties. So all to try to claim that Luke raised her, need to go back to this episode and recognize that they wrote that in later and that that's not real. Yeah, it's another thing right. Is that the Luke and like how long Luke has been in Lorelai and Rory's lives fluctuates, yes, throughout how they want to paint him in the series. Because there's points where he's like, Oh, I've never done that. And then there's other points where he's like, And I was there when she got her tonsils taken out, and I did this and I did that. Like, it really is like they were trying to decide, is he gonna be the love interest or is he not gonna be? Yeah. Or- well, when Chris comes on the scene, it's almost like they need that like other story. Mm-hmm. And so they make Luke seem like he's been doing this, like, the whole time. Like, he replaced Christopher. But, yeah, you're right. I don't really, you don't see that. Mm-mm. Not mm-hmm. at all. And, I mean, him, like, the, the relationship that he has with Lorelai at this point isn't even, like, a close relationship. You know, it's still, it seemed like they, ha- they haven't known each other long. Like, the way that right. they interact with each other. Like, they're fairly new to whatever is going on between them and then in that later years they make it seem like you know he was around from the beginning so yeah, yeah. that that all the storylines that i will point them out because they bothered me so much because of how it's like they didn't check their work and <laughs> <laughs> check their work you sound like a homeschool kid right there <laughs> well i probably sound like a, a writer who's been editing too long also <laughs> oh yeah so Back at the party, we'll get through that little bit. Um, I love when they're standing there. She walks up to Richard, and, like, he's talking to three other men, and he introduces them to her. And then they go look at something else. They all hand her envelopes. I'm like, okay, I would love a birthday where these rich men are just handing me envelopes. I'm like, how can I get a birthday like that now? I know. Story make at her birthday party that night. Let's talk about that. Yeah, like, like I wish they would have, like, given us a number. You know what I mean? I'm like, like yeah. we all speculate. And like, they're like, help her put a, the gifts in the car. Help the man put the gifts in the car. I'm like, how much? Like, give us a haul. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least it's, like, a panning out shot at the end of the episode where it, like, shows all the presents she got. Something like that. I'm a gifts person, clearly. <laughs> um. Ew, I love getting gifts. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love the scene with Lorelai and her ex-classmates. Oh, my gosh. Where she's yeah. like, haven't seen you since. Oh, you're seventh month. <laughs> she goes, I was going to say uh, whatever grade. <laughs> she was like, I, 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 you know, I feel like I can relate to her some. Because I feel like her, like, lack of filter. I have, I have been in that, like, season of life where I just, like, say whatever comes to my mind. She's like, not there. Really- I'm working on being rude. I'm not being rude. <laughs> really working on that. Rude I thing. How she's like, ever since I got divorced, and Lorelai's like, oh, interesting. And she's like, you're talking about me. Mm-hmm. What's your name? Is it Mitzi? Mitzi. Yeah. It's such a. It's such a. My one of my favorite names name. is the names they give the rich people in this show. Like later on, you see it. Yeah. But like the names are just fabulous. <laughs> Well, like, what's, um, 
what's Logan's sister's name? Yeah. Oh, her honor. That's like one of my whole show. I'm like, oh, that's such a good name. All of like Honor Huntsberger. All of Francie's friends in the later season. One's named like Lemon or something like that. Then we transition to back to Lorelai and Rory's house the next night for their own party bash that Lorelai famously throws every year, a big party for Rory. And to their surprise, Emily and Richard show up. Oh, I skipped the big part, the argument. Oh my gosh. So yeah, go you guys can talk about that. I just you know, the older I get, the more I see Emily's side of it. But then I go back to, you're so wrong, Emily. Like, you know, I I have been with people who, like, are really have, like, high-functioning anxiety. And the idea of, like, a spot like that to, to speak to a room full of people that they don't know could literally send them to, like, a, like, tailspin spiral, like, curled on the floor, flipping out. And so I understand, you know, Rory being like, no, 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 no. But then, like, girl, you want to go to Harvard and you're at Chelsea. Yeah. And yeah, you want to be a, in journalism. Like, get up there and say thank you. Like, <laughs> already on edge because, you know, Tristan was there. That was my thought, though, as I was watching it, rewatching it this time, because we've really, like, our family as a whole has been really focusing on, like, recognizing when we are dysregulated whether it's emotionally or like you know sensorily that's not a word sensor dysregulation and like all I could think was first there's Paris then there's Tristan mm-hmm. and there's like all these people that she um, doesn't know like mom. her then her walking into that room and her grandmother being like just say a few words and then on top of all of that, then she's like, okay, it's time to make your speech. By that point, she was probably ready to just, like, burst into tears. Like, For because sure. she was so, like, all fireful. It's full-blown. And then she just goes into, like, total freeze. Where she's like, I can't do this. No. Like I get her on that side. Like, from the, like, introvert side of and she is more of an introvert especially like right now in her life I I mean I got anxious just by her saying that I was like there is no way no way and she didn't want this party it's not like she's given a speech at her mom's house with her neighbors like who were really her family you know it's like all these strangers she doesn't know them oh I would have been like I would have done the exact same thing to be honest but you can tell that Lorelai was like Rory like it was very shocking to see her yeah. speak to her that way. Totally out of character for her yeah. to respond that way. Ooh. Which, I mean, it's not out of character for a 16-year-old girl, but it's out of character for that 16. Right. I would no. call that overstimulated. <laughs> She's like, I gotta go. Oh, I'll be back when I'm back. And then she goes <laughs> up and she lays down on the bed and she calms yeah. herself. Like, it will delay. You know, come back down, regulate a little bit. And she's like, okay, I'm sorry, Grandma. And then Grandma, a witch. Walks right past her, doesn't yeah. talk to her. 
you know, we see some bad sides of Emily. We see Emily's bad side when she won't budge on letting Lorelai have Friday night, which I think is hilarious because Lorelai's like, it's my kid and we're going to do her party on Friday night. And then it's, well, I guess we're not. She's like, so, but Lorelai says, what? And then she's like, she's like, so what time do we have to be here? Something like that. <laughs> Oh man, she definitely shows her Emily side. That makes sure. her I think we see the side that Lorelai talks about all the time. It's like there's some parts in the earlier episodes where we see it, but this is the first time, like I think the true. Well, it's the first time we see it targeted at Rory. Yeah, it, mm, it's a true like ice out moment. Yeah, which is scary. But then she does suck it up. After Lorelai's little speech, and she does show up to, to Rory's Stars Hollow party, which is nothing like her with the yeah. candlesticks. Is my favorite. Um, <laughs> what'd she say? It's a party. Here. <laughs> which I'm also like, I'm so shocked that this is the first time they've been to their house. Like, I don't know why that surprises me. Like, I know they're not close, but. I just would have assumed that something would have happened that they would have been there. I also have another problem with this <laughs> is that, well, this, I guess, could be talked about in a later episode. But I'm going to say it now. There is a part in this scene where she's talking to Suki about how this is the first time that her parents have ever been in this house. And she's like, well, they come and visit a visit a bit of, visit <laughs> us. <laughs> and she's like, and then when Emily visits the inn at one point in this season or the next, she like freaks out seeing where Lorelai and Rory like, yes, like, she, never did, like she didn't know they lived at the inn. And I'm like, mm-hmm. like in the cottage, it right? bothers me so much. Just yeah. Pain. yeah. But the party is hilarious. Yep. You know, it's a big cake with Rory's face <laughs> on it. It's and, you know, as she said, have wine glasses with Holiday Inn on them, so it's very much not the world that she grew up in, and not what she has provided for her daughter. But you know, Rory feels loved. She, I don't think it would matter what kind of is because of the people that are there. They're the people. That her, you know, they're telling stories about her little, and you know, she just knows that these are her people. And Miss Patty's hitting on Richard. Hit, yeah. Lizzie. yeah. It doesn't matter who it is, what man is in their Rory or Rory's life. She's like, you are attracted. Even, if, tall, it's, drink even of water. if they're like minors, she's like, that's oh, yeah. an attractive man right there. I kind of feel like I, I relate to that as well. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying. No, so I can't be a looking man. I feel like Patty. I don't shy away from being like, wow, he's attractive. Like, Vivi has, I wish she was on here so she could talk about this, but she has recently discovered quarterback for her name, Sam Hartman. Oh, I want to bring this up. Yeah. Sorry, it's not I told Rusty, I was like, have you seen this Notre Dame quarterback? And he was like, yeah, he plays like garbage. And I'm like, we care I'm about not. talking about his looks. <laughs> Russell. We do not care about how he plays. What we care about is that hair. It's like the, and that 
jawline. He looks like a Disney prince, like an actual character from a Disney. He looks like one of those AI guys that you're seeing. (laughs) And you know who else is another very attractive sports player? That one rugby dude. The one that rips, they they rip his shirt off of him. Have you seen that TikTok? I I don't watch rugby. Okay, well, we don't watch we don't rugby. It just showed up on my you page. Um, this it's an edit of this rugby player, and he's like in full scrum, and one of the other players from the opposing team like rips his shirt, and so he gets up and he just like rips it off of himself, like the rest of the way, and like goes on about playing. And there's something very like I don't know, sexy, <laughs> about the whole thing that just makes you be like, good boy. <laughs> I sent it to you. I I saw it before. I was like, send it to me again. Um, It's naked men, Cece. He sent it my teenage girl. And then I was like, how old is he? And he's like 20, 23. Yeah. yeah. But listen, I'm just telling you. I've got, listen, I coach kids soccer. And I'm telling you right now, those kids think they're playing rugby. But they are always on the ground. (laughs) <laughs> on that ball, I'm like, we do not play soccer with hands, kids. So we need to stop playing rugby and move on. And y'all don't look like these rugby players from Australia. Young, young soccer is it's rough. It's actually Ooh. it's like horrible. I, I know offense to the children, but no, it, it's it, it's exhausting. It's not horrible. Yeah. Well, I it's have exhausting. So yeah, I, it takes me and my two teenage kids to monitor like six kids on the field at all times. Usually one of us is carrying one of them around and, you know, another one's getting kicked in the face. I mean, it's just, you know, it's got, a free for all. It really is. And the, like, ball, it just, like, they oh, kick the ball right back and hit it. But that picture looks cute. Oh, I know. The pictures are always cute. She's adorable. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So we're kind of wrapping it up. Uh, Richard gives Rory even more money. More another money. envelope. And I'm like, where are these envelopes? Is because I let's I'll have to look it up. I don't know. I was gonna ask y'all that because I felt dumb because I'm like I have no idea what this is. Fez. Well, I'm sure it's in Europe somewhere, but I don't know what country Fez is in. No, it's oh no, Morocco. It's It's a city in Morocco. Fez, Morocco. Does she ever go to Fez? No. We no, but is it, like, basically just for her Europe trip or whatever? Is that, like, what he's implying? Is, like, they're after she graduates trip or what? But she literally says, we're going to go to Fez, which for... Isn't it completely different Which is continent. in Morocco, which is on the continent of Africa, for anybody oh. who sucks at geography um, like I do. So, in order from the European, they would. I mean, I guess they could do it with a boat ride, right? Well, yeah. I mean, the. the school, I wonder if it's like a school trip that we missed or something. No, I mean are, it's it's no, it's her post graduation. Like she says, at one point, mom and I want to visit Fez sometime. Oh. Like, I don't know, but she gets to go such to an odd like. This is such an odd. It is I feel, odd. I feel like there's probably a backstory to why Amy Sherman Palladino picked Fez. It's like yeah. for this. I need to go to Barcelona because of the Cheetah Girls movie. You know, it's just a place. But listen, the end of this where Richard is on the porch and she has given him a 17 magazine with the quiz. 
of are you a summer or an autumn and she comes yeah. out well that sound is viral on tiktok right now and that's this is the episode that it comes from if you are not a you know tiktok girly or if you're not a gilmore girly then now you can connect the dots and know that this is the episode i am an <laughs> so and then car and she's Wait, just missed the entire like conversation between emily and lorelei in her room oh where yeah emily's like yeah, oh, no. she's like, you broke your leg. And she's like, yeah, that was three years ago. Mm-hmm. And Emily's like, you didn't tell us? She's like, why would I say I just broke my leg? Like, I feel that, though. Yeah. I, watch, um, I don't know. It didn't like, seem important to tell like, you. I've been walking around with a broken foot for years. Yeah. <laughs> why would well, I it's like, I just, I, I'm in that phase of life where I just feel like I don't need to tell everybody everything about it. And yeah. so, you know, we're like, oh. Like, I didn't know that. And I'm like, well, it's because I didn't tell you. Well, and it's really hard. Like, Emily's, as soon as she gets there, she can tell, like, it's just a different, it's a much more fun atmosphere than her party in her house, basically. And you, you, she can tell that Rory is so much happier mm-hmm. at that party in that life than hers. And so it's probably just, like, again, like, all of these things adding up, like, Man, I don't know all this stuff with my daughter, my granddaughter. They're so much happier here. And in her mind, she can't understand like why that is. Because she's like, we've got everything. And you're happier here. So fun fact about this episode. For 16th birthday, we did a poor girls themed birthday party. And it was a surprise party. When she got here, we wrapped her in a feather boa and put a like fake tiara on her like Rory Ward episode so I wish we could do pictures with the podcast because we would totally post that picture <laughs> I saw pictures from that I think yeah yeah there's a- like didn't you when did you get her like a board where we had to like that was during the pandemic during what during the pandemic during COVID oh okay yeah but but um somebody else did that oh and organized it so my bad <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me I was just like you're turning 17 during COVID happy birthday <laughs> <laughs> um all right in this episode we've got Dean sneaking up to Rory's window she comes outside I think it's the window right or the back some door. I don't think it's her, her window their, this time. Their house is, their house. I think it's her really back, her kitchen door. The kitchen door? Okay. Door. So she goes outside. He's like, happy birthday. Gives her a gift. It's a little bracelet. Cute little moment. And they hold hands. Anyways. Does Lorelai spot them here? Or is that no. in the Cinnamon's Wake episode? Um. Because, like, she looks out the window at one point in the show and sees them together. And she's like, trade she hasn't told me about this man yet this this is when she looks out and she sees them and she's just like like stunned like oh yeah yeah, you're right because she hasn't she doesn't know anything about him yet at this point other than what she saw at Simmons Wake so yeah and like Rory's all out there like (laughs) he's all you know it was no big deal I just cut this and welded this and hammered that and 
he was in shop class like guys i can't talk right now i have to make i have to make for my crush okay <laughs> i i somehow found out it was her birthday and i have to make this oh god i love it yeah it's one of, it's one of my favorites from this season i enjoy it all right i think that is a wrap on episode six so as always follow us on all social media platforms we've got facebook tiktok instagram youtube if you want to watch the video version um and we would love if you guys would watch the episodes and really like listen after you watch it just to really have a visual of what we're talking about i think it'd be a lot more fun for you as listeners to hear what we're talking about and being able to visualize it just a personal thought for you also um be sure to like those videos please yes <laughs> and don't forget on the um social media polls that will be in our stories this week because we'll have a couple other ones, not just about what you all want to be called but you know, about some of our pop culture differences as well i love it um <laughs> and you can subscribe to us on youtube as well we have like 10 subscribers what? i know <laughs> family <laughs> no all right we will see y'all next time <laughs> bye, bye.